Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, as we come on the air, we're covering a number of breaking news stories, including Donald Trump's return to Washington and the dangerous weather threatening the Midwest. The water rescues in St. Louis after more than 12 inches of rain fell in parts of Missouri. The iconic Gateway Arch forced to close for the day. Plus, that heavy rain drenching the Midwest all week as dangerous heat moves north. We're tracking the fast-moving weather. Tonight, in dueling speeches, Trump versus Pence, the battle for the Republican Party. They really want to damage me so I can no longer... Go back to work for you. I came today not to look backwards, but to look forward. Our exclusive interview tonight with Dr. Caitlin Bernard, the Indiana OBGYN, who, according to state documents, provided a non-surgical abortion to a 10-year-old rape victim. I'm not the only provider who has taken care of young children needing abortion care. Chaos at the airport. The shooting at Dallas Love Field captured on video. The new footage that shows the moment officers stopped the female suspect. Florida police sergeant seen gripping another officer's throat. Tonight, what led to the alleged assault? Army recruiting falls short. Why obesity is one of the top reasons we can't fill the military's ranks. The generosity of strangers. And it's all starting with a wedding dress. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. 
Good evening, and thank you for joining us on this busy Tuesday night. We want to begin with what's being described as a catastrophic extreme weather event in the Midwest, where record rainfall caused deadly flash flooding in the St. Louis area. At least one person was killed. Fire and emergency crews rescued more than 100 people from homes and vehicles. More than a foot of rain in some areas have surpassed multiple 100-year-old records. All four major interstates leading to the downtown area were closed as water swamped the roadways. And there is more rain ahead, and forecasters are concerned that parts of the Ohio River Valley could see more than half a foot of rain by the end of the week. We have a lot of news to get to tonight, and reporter Caroline Hecker from our CBS affiliate KMOV will start us off from St. Peter's, Missouri. Good evening, Caroline. Good evening, Nora. Here in St. Peter's, just northwest of St. Louis, it's been soaked with more than a foot of rainfall, a lot of which fell before sunrise, leaving many residents here forced to flee these floodwaters in darkness, risks of getting trapped. St. Louis woke up underwater. It's really coming up rather quickly. By 7 a.m., eight inches of rain had fallen, shutting down four major highways into the city. So boxed in, there's nowhere for the water to go. Roads were overwhelmed. Cars drowned in the waters were left abandoned, with homes and businesses not spared from the historic flash flooding. Looks like they have uh, one individual. First responders across the area ferried more than 100 residents from their drenched homes and trapped vehicles, while others waded through waist-deep waters. There was no water inside here at 8 o'clock this morning. At least one person was found dead in a submerged vehicle. We have pulled a, uh, a civilian out of a vehicle uh, that has passed. The flooding prompted rescues at multiple animal shelters, but it was too late for 10 puppies that drowned at Stray Paws Rescue. They're bringing out nine big dogs, but unfortunately we lost all of our puppies. As the rain moved on, many took refuge in shelters while they figure out their next steps. Hopefully stuff's still there and uh, at this point just glad to be in one piece. <laughs> Officials said late this afternoon the threat is not over. Four more inches of rain could fall, which could lead to more flooding and damage to homes. Nora. Caroline, thank you. Tonight, thousands of firefighters are gaining ground on California's largest wildfire. Since Friday, the Oak Fire has destroyed more than 20 homes and forced thousands to evacuate. The fire near Yosemite National Park is more than 25 percent contained and may be under control by the weekend. Excessive heat alerts are up for most of the Pacific Northwest. For the rest of the week, the worst heat will be east of the Cascades, where temperatures will be up to 20 degrees above normal. Pasco, Washington could hit 113 on Thursday. That is actually two degrees shy of their all-time record. Back here in Washington, it's a battle over control of the Republican Party. Former President Donald Trump and his former VP Mike Pence, once partners, now find themselves on opposite sides when it comes to the GOP's future. Here's CBS's Major Garrett. Our biggest threat in this country remains the sick, sinister, and evil people from within. It was previewed as a policy speech on law and order, but leaned heavily on grievance. They really want to damage me so I can no longer go back to work for you. And I don't think that's going to happen. The former president portrayed himself as a leader of a resurgent Republican Party, one primed for big midterm wins, and again teased about a 2024 run. 
We may just have to do it again. We have to straighten out our country. Recent polls show a potential Trump-President Biden rematch would be a tight race. But Trump retains a commanding lead in the GOP field. Even so, the New York Post and Wall Street Journal, both owned by Rupert Murdoch, a previous Trump ally, recently editorialized against another Trump term. Those assessments came after weeks of January 6th committee hearings, which revealed former Vice President Mike Pence upholding the democratic process while taking shelter from rioters and Trump doing little to stop them. For three hours, he refused to call off the attack. Donald Trump made a purposeful choice to violate his oath of office. Pence's top aide, Mark Short, is now cooperating in a separate criminal investigation into Trump's actions on January 6th, one conducted by the Justice Department. Today, Pence clung tightly to Trump-Pence accomplishments and tiptoed around the constitutional clash with Trump. I don't know that the president and I differ on issues. But we may differ on focus. The unspoken past full of mayhem and violence carried out in Trump's name. I came today not to look backwards, but to look forward. History into which President Biden was more than willing to wade. Donald Trump lacked the courage to act. Quite apart from the Trump-Pence drama, there is a bigger picture. Several recent surveys show sizable majority of Democrats, 60 to 70 percent, would prefer the party nominate someone other than the president in 2024. On the Republican side, half or slightly more than half of the party would favor someone other than Trump as the standard bearer, also in 2024. So they want change. Indeed they do, Nora. Major Garrett, thank you. Well, tonight, the state-by-state -state battle over abortion rights are far from over. In Indiana, thousands of protesters demonstrated at the state house as lawmakers gathered to consider a Republican bill that would ban nearly all abortions and punish doctors who perform them. One of those doctors is Caitlin Bernard. She's an OBGYN in Indiana. State health records obtained by CBS News show that she provided a non-surgical abortion to a 10-year-old rape victim from Ohio. That state has a strict ban without exceptions for rape and incest. But because of privacy laws, the doctor can't confirm this was her patient. And now Dr. Bernard is sitting down for her first television interview since the case garnered international attention. I think we're at a time in our country where people are starting to realize the impact of these anti-abortion laws. And now when it's finally become impossible for some people. I think people realize that that is actually not what they intended. That is not what they want for children, for women to be put in these situations of life-threatening conditions, of traumatic pregnancies. Generally speaking, how often do you receive calls from doctors in other states that say they have young, young women who have been raped and need an abortion? Unfortunately, sexual assault in children is not uncommon. I'm not the only provider who has taken care of young children needing abortion care. When your name was publicly attached to this case, the Attorney General of Indiana said he would investigate you. What was your reaction? It's been really difficult. Have you felt threatened? Yes. Yes, I have. Um, and it, you know, it shows how you know, abortion, instead of being um, part of healthcare, which it is, um, a needed life-saving procedure, which it is, has been used to create a wedge 
between people politically and personally. Indiana's Attorney General Todd Rokita described you as an abortion activist acting as a doctor. How do you respond to that? I'm a physician. I've spent my entire life working to have this position, to be able to take care of patients every single day. Did you at any point violate privacy laws? No. And have you failed to report any recent abortions? No. How would you describe how things have changed since the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade? We're hearing stories all across the country of people who are in dire circumstances, complications of their pregnancies, or traumatic situations, and are needing abortion care and not able to get it. Is it worse than you imagined? It's worse faster. You've spent your life, your career, taking care of and providing care for women and babies. What has this Supreme Court decision done? You know, this will affect our ability to take care of miscarriages. This will affect our ability to take care of complications in early pregnancy that could kill someone. This will affect our ability to provide infertility treatment, contraception, the list goes on. How would you address concerns by conservatives or those with deeply held religious beliefs that abortion is immoral and wrong? What I would say is if you don't believe that you would have an abortion, then don't have one. You cannot stop other people from accessing medical care that they need based on your personal religious beliefs. And this is new tonight. Dr. Bernard told us that the Indiana Attorney General has reached out to her and her lawyer for the first time today, nearly two weeks after saying he would investigate her. Dr. Bernard is also pursuing a defamation case against him. Authorities in Texas today released surveillance video from that shooting incident at Dallas Love Field Airport on Monday. Portia Odufua has been charged with aggravated assault against a public servant after allegedly opening fire into the ceiling and at an officer. She's recovering after an officer returned fire. Officials say the suspect is apparently obsessed with singer Chris Brown and has been found incompetent to stand trial more than once in recent years. We want to turn now to a shocking story in South Florida. A police sergeant has been charged with felony battery after being caught on body cam video grabbing a female officer, a fellow officer, by the neck during an arrest. CBS's Jeff Begays has the details. All right, I'm getting in. By the time Sunrise Police Sergeant Christopher Police arrives at the squad car, the suspect is handcuffed and in the vehicle. That is when another officer intervenes and tugs at the sergeant's belt, removing the superior officer from the situation. But the sergeant lunges for the female officer's neck, his hands eventually falling toward her shoulders. Never touch me again. Get the off. The disturbing body camera footage led prosecutors in Florida to charge police last week with assault and battery on an officer. That should not have happened. Sue Rar, a former sheriff of Kings County, Washington, is an expert in police tactics. We need to train our police officers that no matter what you think you're going to do, you have to override your brain and, and take steps. Within days of George Floyd's killing in Minneapolis, many law enforcement agencies reinforced active bystandership training. Three officers were convicted for failing to intervene. The female officer, who has been on the force for about three years, 
is being praised for her actions. Everybody turn off their cameras. Which may not have come to light had the officers complied with their sergeant's commands. I'm just extremely proud of what that officer did. And I think the more we celebrate her courage in that situation, the more we're going to see that kind of behavior happen again. Police pleaded not guilty to the charges stemming from the November incident that could land him behind bars if he's convicted for 11 years. He is currently, Nora, on administrative leave. Jeff Begays, thank you very much. All right, tonight, the Army has a new challenge, not fighting a war, but filling its ranks. Less than one in four young Americans meet enlistment standards. So today, the Army announced a new program helping recruits get into shape, both physically and academically. CBS's David Martin reports tonight from the Pentagon. Fresh out of college and looking for a steady paycheck, Kevin and Jocelyn Sellis went to the Go Army website. The Army pays well. The Army can really provide a future for us and for our children who don't even exist yet. But there was one very big problem. He weighed 305 pounds and she weighed 190. Obesity is one reason more than three quarters of young men and women do not meet the basic eligibility requirements for enlisting in the armed forces. Another is a shocking decline in test scores for reading and math. Only about one third are, are passing uh, the academic test to come to the Army where it used to be about two thirds. Army Chief of Staff General James McConville expects the Army will be about 10,000 recruits short this year. Have you missed by that much before? Well, we haven't missed uh, by that number in, in, in recent history. McConville says the Army is setting up prep camps to get potential recruits in good enough physical and mental shape to enlist. Kevin and Jocelyn Sellis did it on their own, working out with their recruiter, Staff Sergeant Jimmy Vanderhall. I lost almost 70 pounds, and then Jocelyn's lost quite a bit of weight as well. Oh, yeah, so I went from 190 to 160. So about 100 pounds between you. Yeah, we lost the whole person. <laughs> they are finally scheduled to report to basic training in two weeks, but it took them over a year of heavy lifting to qualify. It's a small victory in what Pentagon officials called the most difficult recruiting year since the all-volunteer force was created nearly 50 years ago. Nora? It's a real problem, an important story. David Martin, thank you. Still ahead on tonight's CBS Evening News, Russia gets set to bail out of the International Space Station. We'll tell you why. And new developments in the trial of WNBA star Brittany Griner as she prepares to testify. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. Tonight, even in space, it appears U.S.-Russia relations are hitting a new low. Russia today said it's pulling out of the International Space Station after 2024 to focus on building its own space station. Russia says it will fulfill its obligations to other partners before it bails out of the International Space Station, which has been in orbit for 21 years and is expected to continue until 2031. 
WNBA star Brittany Griner was back in a Russian courtroom today for her drawn-out trial on drug charges. Today's testimony focused on legitimate medicinal uses for cannabis. Remember, Griner was arrested at a Moscow airport in February with cannabis vape cartridges in her luggage. Her lawyers say Griner will testify tomorrow. All right, coming up next, how one bride turned her dream wedding dress into a movement of generosity. Finding the perfect wedding dress is a dream come true for many women, but it's not something everyone can afford. When one bride decided to share, she never imagined what would happen next. Here's CBS's Janet Shamlian. Gwendolyn Stolges wore the dress of her dreams on her wedding day, even though it was well beyond her budget. What did you think when you saw the price tag? I was like, no, that's not, I'm not getting it. <laughs> but family members convinced the Ohio woman to go for it. There's not many times in your life, really, that you think, like, you really look beautiful that day. But that particular day, I felt beautiful. Unlike many brides who store their dress after the big day, Stolges made a different decision. I really felt like it would definitely be something that someone else would appreciate. She posted photos online asking any future bride who loved it to reach out, eventually gifting it to Margaret Hyde. After being swamped with messages from new brides across the country wanting to donate their gowns, Stolges created the Facebook page Shared Dream Dresses to enable generosity. Gloria Pontius is one of 200 women who've received a dress. I couldn't wait to see it because I couldn't believe it was actually uh, going to be mine. Goodwill is contagious. Stolges' daughter just posted her junior bridesmaid's dress. It really doesn't take much to be kind to somebody. It doesn't have to be a wedding dress. It really doesn't. Whatever the original cost, a priceless gift. Saying yes to giving away the dress. Janet Shamlian, CBS News. That's a great story. We'll be right back with a special honor for a veteran. This portion of the CBS Evening News is sponsored by Farsiga. We end tonight with a special salute for 102-year-old Army veteran Rome Davis. She is the oldest living member of her segregated unit, the 6888, in the Women's Army Corps. Davis was recognized today in Alabama. Davis's unit cleared a backlog of millions of letters and packages to U.S. troops. Awesome. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. 
Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.